If you look for it, every day has cause for celebration. Celebrate a friend for their promotion baby wedding life thing. Celebrate yourself for keeping the couch warm. It's no easy feat, especially if it's a big couch. Or maybe you just want to celebrate living in 2022 where you can get beer, wine, and spirits delivered from Drizzly in under 60 minutes without leaving said couch. Right now, Drizzly is giving all new customers $5 off their first order with code FAST5. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. And use promo code FASTBY for $5 off your first order. Part of Relationships Radio Show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Tosinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you. Welcome to the Art of Relationships Radio Show. Greg welcomes live calls from listeners in helping with numerous marital and relationship problems. There will be no more tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format. Plus, applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Detroit's love guru. (laughs) Hey, welcome everybody. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. As I almost slip out of my chair. (coughs) Okay, hopefully everybody's wide awake. It is noon Tuesday, and a weather update here in Metro Detroit. Simply uh, two words. It sucks, okay? It's cold, snowing out a little bit, so it sucks, okay? Um, Sorry about yesterday's show. Um, Unfortunately, I was a little bit uh, overscheduled, if you will, so I apologize for missing yesterday's show. So today, we're going to talk about um about talking about sex okay are you able to talk about sex with your significant other um if things are not going maybe as planned okay your satisfaction level is not really up to par and you know it's not what you want okay are you able to talk about um what you want what you don't want sexually and also we're going to talk about where has the art of flirting maybe gone do you flirt what does flirting mean to you and can you incorporate it into your sex life but also use it as a precursor to foreplay throughout the day you know what do you talk to your man ladies say i can't wait to suck whatever you know what i'm saying i can't wait to kiss you all over i can't wait to touch you guys you too you know what maybe you were a little flirty when you first started dating when you first got married and then the art of flirting, maybe it stopped. You know, I hear a lot of people, men, women in my office, regarding uh, um, talking about flirting and all this stuff. It stopped. Greg, I don't know what the hell happened. I don't, it just stopped. I don't know what happened. You know, we got busy with life. Maybe we took each other for granted, the kids, bills, all that stuff. But we stopped flirting with one another, okay? And we look at the element to where you know what is you know what what's going on what is happening to you in your relationship or the flirting the daily do you go baby i can't wait to spank your butt you know that type of thing are you able to bring the flirtiness back in your relationship and i get it you know what if you're not emotionally connected you're not going to feel like flirting with one another so or maybe if the flirting 
can that increase the emotional connection? Just maybe a little bit of word of caution, are you able to, you know what, get to that? Are you able to get to that point where maybe being a little more flirty, a little more playful will bring alive your relationship and also maybe increase the emotional connection? Everybody assumes, right, it's one or the other. You know what, we need this, say, emotional connection for me to be flirty, for me to be maybe sexual, for me to even talk about our sexual connection. I get that aspect, but can also the physical elements, the sexual aspect, enhance the emotional connection in your relationship or, you know what, in your marriage, okay? Something to think about. Now, I want you to be able to look at, you know what, what works, it's the chicken or the egg type scenario, right? Why did the chicken cross the road, right? Get to the other side. I want you to think differently about your relationship and about how you go about talking about sexual satisfaction, what it means to you, and also, you know what, is the emotional connection lacking because your sex life is sort of in the toilet, so to speak, okay? So it's one of those things. Everybody assumes that, you know what, my emotional connection is gone, therefore the sex life is gone. Maybe if your sex life is not satisfactory or where you're at, maybe you distance yourself emotionally because you don't want to get disappointed. You don't want to live as roommates and I get, you know, a lot of calls. I got one again for a new couple. You know what, Greg? It just seems like we're living as roommates. I don't want that. I want the passion. I want the sexual experience and the liveliness. Are you able to talk about it? And what is sort of withholding you from talking about sexual satisfaction, about what you want, what you like. A lot of times is it how you're raised, cultural influences, maybe your own ideology about sex, talking about it, it makes you feel like a slut, it makes you feel dirty, trashy, whatever, right? Maybe your partner wants that. Maybe they want that, you know, scenario about lady in the street, freak in the sheets type of thing. Talk dirty to me, baby, right? But what about men? You know, it's that lady in the street, freak in the sheets. What's the same for guys, right? <laughs> you want the gentleman in the street and you want the freak in the sheets? Would that, would that work? I want to th throw out there, and what is your hang-up about talking about sex with your partner? And a lot of times, you know, it could be our own insecurities. It could be maybe we have issues with body image. Maybe we have issues with our own insecurities about if we're good enough, if we're not good enough. You know what? What about me doing what I do for a living? Detroit's love guru. How much pressure is on me? You know what? I need to curl those toes every single time, right? Or... I shouldn't be doing this job, and I'm laughing right now, too. Hey, Michelle, Christina, welcome for joining, um, and I'd love to uh, have your ideas throw out, okay? Throw out your ideas, your questions in the comments below, or you can also give me a call, 313-614-9498, and I'll take your call live right now. Visit my website, theartofrelationships.org, and... Share, share this live video on your timeline for a chance to win um, my book, The Relationship Guide, Tools to Ignite Love and Intimacy. <coughs> Excuse me. So you get the ebook. That's the paperback uh, version. But I'll announce the winners every Friday, and uh, I'll private message you with the PDF file of that. Okay. Hey, Cheryl, what's up? Um, Hello there, Greg. Does flirting with a guy mean you're saying you're possibly interested in having sex? Ooh, great question, Cheryl. 
Flirting is fun sometimes, but doesn't mean I want sex. Absolutely, Cheryl, that's a great comment, and I agree with that. You're right. Sometimes flirting can be misread as far as, you know what, you're down and dirty, you're ready to go, you're wet if you're a lady, okay, or you're hard if you're a guy, and um, you're ready to go, you're right. Flirting doesn't necessarily mean you want to have sex. I think flirting, you know, if you're single and all this stuff, Flirting can be a way to maybe boost your ego. It maybe makes you feel good. There's nothing wrong with that. But a lot of people can misread that. And, uh, you know, talking about in relationships or marriages, where did the art of flirting go? Did it go down the toilet? You know what? Are you ladies? Are you? Did you stop wearing sexy lingerie? Did you stop, you know, batting your eyes? Did you stop getting yourself ready? Did you stop maybe saying, you know what? I want you to do me bad. You know what? Well, maybe not do you bad. What I mean, I want you to do me good. We don't want anyone to do you bad, right? <laughs> so we look at the element to where, you know what, what happened with the flirtatiousness that maybe you had when you dated, and now it's not there anymore. And a, a common theme I get from couples all the time, Craig, you know what, we're tired, we don't have time, you know, the passion dies down. I get that because you allow it to die down. You, you're not willing to work at it and keep it going or maybe you take one another for granted that okay we got each other now we don't have to flirt anymore now we don't have to make each other feel sexy and alive and attractive anymore and then pretty soon the rest of your relationship or marriage is going to follow it and it's going to you know what unfortunately probably meet your demise or what's going to happen is maybe you're going to live in misery and just have a whole hum you know what sort of a stagnant relationship and marriage yes you know we're all human we're tired we get you know what we get exhausted all the time so we need to be able to look at what do we do to keep the fire going in the flirtatious going you know people how many times and I know this is a dangerous thing but I'm gonna throw it out there do you send each other pictures throughout the day ooh yeah you know revealing pictures to one another and I know it's scary people get caught doing this all the time. You don't want to do this at work because you're going to get fired. Don't do that at work, okay? But do you send each other a video of you maybe, you know what, risque pictures, maybe half-naked pictures, little revealing pictures, being a little tease, that type of thing. You know, there's different ways you can flirt throughout the day. And you know what, if you flirt in a sexual manner, I'm all, yay. Be brave. Do it. Own your sexuality. Now, going back, backing up a little bit, how many people out there have a hard time still talking about sex in your relationship or in your marriage, about what you want, what you don't want? Maybe what's not working for you. And, you know, over the years, you hear a lot of people talk about their own insecurities, their own views. I don't want to sound, you know, like a dirtball, Greg, as a slut, as, you know what, I'm a gentleman. I don't want to come across like I'm a dog. And yeah, I hear this from guys too. And sometimes maybe your ladies or your man want this. It's, it's not about meaning that you're a stigma, being a dog, being a, you know, a hoe. It's, it's something you want and it's something you're sharing with the person you love. So why does that make you a slut? Why does it make you a hoe? Not at all. It doesn't make you trashy. It, helps enliven the relationship so what do you do about keeping you know the sex life going and describing what you want how you want it and talking about it and I'd love to hear what you have to say you know what 
And Michelle, you said you do. Awesome. That's terrific. Angela, hey, welcome. Thanks for sharing the live video on your feed. And I'd love to hear, are you able to talk? Maybe the viewers don't have any issues about talking about sex, about, you know what, maybe your partner has a hard time talking about sex to you. Do you have a clue what your partner likes, what they don't like, and it sort of creates problems in a relationship and with your sex life because you're, you know, playing in the dark, so to speak, and you have no direction to go on. What is holding you back? And also, you know, with talking dirty and about risque and about can you flirt while you're making love? Can you still be flirty while you're having sex? And you know what? What is stopping you from doing that while you're making love? Oh, baby, it feels so good. Oh, baby, you know, lick me here, kiss me here, bite me here, spank me here, that type of thing. You can incorporate that into your sex life, and that's sort of flirty while you're making love or having sex. Why does it have to be just a precursor, like I said earlier, as maybe the foreplay? And I'm all about that. I'm Use that. Bring it up, people. But also looking at, you know what, even maybe making love, um, having sex, I'm all about the eye-to-eye -eye contact, the soulfulness. I love that. that. That's part of me. I want the deep connection. Absolutely. But what happens if you have a little fun and, you know, a little, you know, tell me what to do type of thing, you know? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm your, you know what, you're my master. Treat me as the sex slave you want and tell me what to do. And what happens if you bring that up or, you know what, Greg, my partner, that's just not her. Greg, that's just not him type of thing. And my question to those people that say they're not, I try to challenge them and look at what is preventing them from expanding their sexual horizons verbally. Um and being more assertive sexually or you know even flirty what is getting in the way is it cultural beliefs is it your own values of sex how you're raised is it because of certain sexual traumas so you have a stigma that's going on or those that are you know highly maybe religious and I'm not bashing that and maybe your beliefs whatever are you know I'm evil I'm a bad person if I like this if I talk this way and I'm going to tell you, no, I'm giving you permission to be able to open up sexually and express yourself and talk about sex, you know, what you want, what you don't want. Maybe you want to try something new. Maybe you want to tell your partner to spank you or to, you know what, maybe slow down a little bit, maybe speed up a little bit. And you're afraid to, what, hurt their feelings. That tends to be a common theme for both men and women I hear often Greg you know what I don't want to say anything because I don't want to crush their fragile ego you know what I they're already insecure about this area so I don't want to bring it up so what happens you end up selling yourself out and you end up suffering as well in the sexual realm of your relationship or in your marriage Lee welcome so getting on that that aspect you know what I want you to challenge yourself, challenge your beliefs about talking about sex with your partner. And if your partner is the one that has difficulty, they're not expressing themselves sexually like you would like, you know, that would make your sex life and your relationship and even, you know, the marriage be more flirty and more adventurous and more fun type of aspect. You know what? Ask them what their, you know, insecurities are about that. 
don't go at them. Well, if you weren't so insecure and such a chicken baby or shy about this, you know what? Don't go after your partner with anything with that attitude about bashing, about belittling, about, you know, putting them down. Not at all. Go like you want to learn. You want to know what is going on with them and what, what is, you know, what is stopping you from doing this? What is making you so uncomfortable expressing or talking about sex? I want us to be the best we can be. I want to be the best lover you've had. And if I don't know how to do that, you know what? It, it hurts me. Speak from that attitude. Speak from the heart. Speak from the soul. And also, and if your partner, oh, you are the best I've ever, how do I know that? You don't tell me. You don't express yourself. Oh, baby, it feels good. I love that. Do it more. Do it less. You, you don't express yourself. So it's like you're um, shooting in the dark, so to speak. And there's your sensory aspects are being blunted, okay? You're, you know, we talk about our sensory aspects, you know, regarding, you know, taste, touch, sight, smell, um, and what we hear, and maybe hearing our partners moan, hearing that they love something, that they don't like something. Maybe that heightens us and, you know what, enlightens our sexual ooh, repertoire, if you will. So challenge yourself to come out and speak more about sex and what you like, what you don't like, and challenge your own views. And if your partner is the one that is sort of shy talking about sex and what they like, what they don't want, try to find out why. Learn. Be curious about learning. Don't bash. Don't belittle or criticize, okay? And it comes to a point if they're not willing to open up or express themselves more, you know what? Your sex life is going to become stagnant. It's going to become sort of like repetitious. It's going to become more, um, do I want to say boring? Yeah, maybe boring, maybe not. But it's going to become, it's not going to become the full-fledged, you know, sex life that you want and that you've maybe craved throughout your life and in your relationship or marriage, whatever. So I'm all about helping you get to that realm. Nothing's perfect. We know this, okay? You're going to have times where sex is sort of, eh, you know, and other times it just rocks your world and your toes curl and you're like, oh my God, I want more. Um, that's part of life, right? Part of relationships. But my job and my passion is trying to help you intensify it as much as possible and take it to the next level that helps you feel more connected physically, emotionally, and baby, absolutely sexually. So what is getting in the way from you going at? Do you want that? A lot of people, you know, they'll raise their hands in the audience when I give speeches and seminars, when I teach college classes, clients. When I ask, yeah, Greg, I would like that. Okay, what are you doing to go after it? Well, um, nothing. I'm afraid to. I'm afraid to bring it up because I'm going to seem like I'm a, a, a sleaze, a dirt ball. I'm going to seem like I'm a dog. I'm going to, you know, maybe hurt their ego, talking about referencing their partner. And you become stagnant. Now the excuse comes, what is the excuse, right? You gave me reasons. You gave me excuses. But, so you're telling me you're okay with having a mundane sex life. You're okay with having your relationships sort of become stagnant or be stagnant when it comes into the sexual realm. And I'm going to tell you, it will trickle into your emotional connection as a couple, 
okay? A lot of people, you know, I get that. Sex is in everything in a relationship. I get this. But I can't tell you how many times I hear on a weekly basis, Greg, it's like we're roommates. The passion is dead. The, you know, our sex life is dead. We're roommates. There's just no chemistry anymore. And I get it. I'm trying to help you ignite that so it the chemistry returns. So it's even more passionate than ever before. But if you're not willing to work at it, and go after it and talk about it then tell me you know what how's it ever going to improve and you know what now if it's not going to improve and you're not going after it and your partner's not going after it and you expect just snapping your fingers right and it's going to happen a lot of people come at me and i you know read my book please you know it's there to help you as well enliven your sorry your relationship in your sex life and it's one of those things you know i tell people all the time in my client i can help you i can give you all the tools all the strategies to enliven your sex life your marriage your relationship but if you don't put them to use you know what you're wasting your time. Why are you even learning about it? Why are you even here? And I'm not being rude. I'm not being a jerk. I'm trying to help you learn. And I get a lot of people, you know what, Craig, I read this book. Do you have this book to, you know, any recommendations to read, you know, to read about this or that, increasing our sex life and all this stuff? And I tell them, you know what, it's great to read. I'm all about that. And you've got to be careful. There's good stuff out there and there's stuff that's garbage that can do more harm than good. But if you're willing to read and research and do all the work, I give you props. However, what are you doing to put it into practice, right? It's a lot of people, even in this field, a lot of researchers, whatever, right? They're researching textbook stuff, but they can't apply it to real life to help people. That's no good. You can read and you can, you know, learn everything and listen to me, listen to whatever, but if you're not willing to implement it in your daily life, you're wasting your time, people. And I'm not bashing you. I'm looking at why are you willing to read and learn and you know maybe come and see me or listen to my live videos. I love it. Thank you so much. But I'm, I'm going to push you even further to ask you why are you not implementing this in your daily life or in your relationship or in your marriage? What is getting in the way? And a lot of people, oh, it's my partner. They're not that way. They're not this way. They don't want to grow. Maybe they're just like you. Maybe they're afraid. You both are shy. You're both afraid to bring up anything to hurt each other's feelings, you know what? Or to maybe upset and anger one another. So you just let it go. You just don't do anything. And it becomes stagnant. And that resentment builds and builds and builds. And yes, I'm talking about your sex life too. And it's going to trickle down into the rest of your relationship. Can I guarantee it? No. But you know what? <laughs> Probably guarantee it about 95 to 98%. It's going to affect your relationship sooner or later. Okay? So open up. Talk about it. And if your partner is still unwilling to grow and evolve with you and to expand on the sexual horizons, you know what? Then what do you do? You have options. You have choices, right, people? I don't want people to be in a relationship or marriage where it's dead, where they feel lifeless, where they don't feel, you know, that the in love and the passion and all this in your life. And yes, relationships and marriage ebb and flow. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I want you to try everything to enhance it. 
And then, if you're trying everything and your partner's not willing to, then you need to look at options, okay? So, you know what? Talk about sex, number one. Number two, flirt about sex, okay? Bring back the flirty behaviors in your relationship and in your marriage. And maybe if you're uneasy or uncomfortable about it, work on it. It sounds corny, but maybe you can, you know, in the mirror. Remember kids? You know, maybe you were kids and you practice how to kiss in the mirror and all those aspects. It sounds corny, but do you ever look in the mirror and practice being flirtatious, right? Everybody, you know, you might, how many people take selfies? You can take selfies and have sort of a, ooh, come hither look on you and be all flirty. Ooh, baby, yeah. And take selfies. That would work too. You don't have to send them to anyone. Just look at them. And, you know, look at, pretend to be flirtatious, you know. Look in the mirror. Be flirty. How would you want to be flirty? And it, it's funny, you look at, ooh, baby, I want you so bad. <laughs> you know what? It might be awkward at first, but anything you do, let's face it, first or you're not used to, is probably going to be awkward. Tell yourself, it's okay I'm awkward. Be at ease with being awkward. But it can get better. It will get better, okay? So don't, you know, if it's awkward at first, don't allow your insecurities to back you back down and put you right back where you started, okay? Fight through that discomfort. Tell yourself. Give yourself permission to feel uncomfortable to be able to grow and evolve. Hey, this is new for me. I'm trying it. Be proud that you're trying it and work at it, okay? So become more flirtatious in your love life in your marriage, okay? And also, talk about sex, what you want, what you don't want, what you want to try to enliven your sex life. Do you want to be tried being tied up? Do you want to be handcuffed? And do you want to be, you know, tickled with a feather? You know what? Whatever works for you. Do you want to try nipple clamps? Do you want to try um, click clamps? Whatever, right? Yeah, they're out there, people. You know, whatever you want to try. Maybe you know what? This is not just for women. It's guys out there too. You know what? Maybe guys want to try something on you. Well, maybe be open to it, right? Maybe your guy wants you to do something to him, but he's afraid to bring it up because he's going to be sort of a deviant if he talks about it, okay? Open up. Expand. Become more comfortable and be the true you, okay? I'm Greg Dozinski, licensed professional counselor, Detroit's love guru, helping you have the relationship you've always craved, people. Check out my website, theartofrelationships.org, and I will talk to you uh, tomorrow, Wednesday. Enjoy the day, people. Be safe. Keep passing the love out there.